Hey, 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 what's going on over there, Kimberly? Hey, Pepper. I'm coming in hot today. Are you coming in hot? You coming ready? in hot? Yeah. I, I was calling my mom on the drive-in this morning, and yeah. she was like, wow, you are wound up. I was like, I got to go record. I got to get ready. <laughs> I like it. You got all this energy today. Yeah. You got to bring me up. I don't know yeah. that I'm feeling as much energy Come on. as you are. What's the problem? I don't know. You staying up I'm, late? I, I, I'm staying up a little late, but I also think that this topic, it's got me a little, wah, a little wah. weeby. Oh. <laughs> Don't cry. Don't Are cry. somebody cutting onions in here? Because I'm starting to feel it in, in the corners of my eyes. Your nose starting to tingle. You yeah. feel it coming on. Mm-hmm. Aww. But I'm ready. I am ready to have this conversation. I think it might be a little bit of a touchy point. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. We'll see how this Maybe unpopular with some, mm-hmm. but we're going in. We're going for it. Yeah. So let's just jump right in. Is it okay to cry at work? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> The women are like, uh, I hope so. And the, <laughs> the men are like, absolutely not. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe there's yeah. some who might say, you know what? I'm okay with it. Who knows, right? Who knows yeah. who's listening? Yeah, there's two camps and you're going to live in one or the other. That's right. No matter where you are, you're going to choose one side or the other. But first of all, where are you at? I want to know where you weigh camp in on am this. I in? What camp are you in? Yes or no? I'm going to go with no. You're going to go with no? No. Right out of the you gate. You should not be crying at work. Why not? No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to jump in just yet. <laughs> so no, what about you? No yeah, I'm on work. the no camp. What about you? I'm in the no camp too. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely firmly in the no camp. So if you're listening and you're like, it's time to just turn this one off. And you're like, oh, dang, because <laughs> you've already been there. That's right. Now, look, here's the deal, though. Yep. My perspective is no. I know your perspective is no. Mm-hmm. But the follow up question to this is. Have you? So even though we both think no, have you done this at work? Yes. You have? Oh, you're a little little, uh, hesitant to admit that. (laughs) Yes, because it's really not okay, but it's one of those uh uh-oh moments, right? So it happened. I've done it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not proud of it. Wish I could have taken it back, but it was coming. The tears just, just came out. Yeah. So yeah, I've done it. Have you? I have. I have. And- So I think that's where we have to dig in just a little bit more, right? Even though we've come out real clear, no, it's not okay. There are times I think both of us would believe that it is okay, right? Yeah, or I overlook it, right? overlook it. Like there's no crying in baseball, but there are times when I can just overlook it. I can go along with it. It's not a big deal. Moved on. So from a leadership perspective, there are times you can overlook it and there are times you cannot overlook it. I would say, yeah. Okay. So that's the whole piece of, no, it's really not okay to cry at work, but sometimes we might cry Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with it. I'm going to overlook it. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So I want some more context of when you cried. (laughs) (laughs) Sure you do. Oh man, here comes some vulnerability. It was when I was just going through that rough patch of, I just didn't think I could do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I loved my job. Mm -hmm. I love what I do. And I didn't want to leave, but I could not figure out another answer, Mm -hmm. right? I was burned out and I thought and thought and thought. And I was like, the only answer is is I got to leave this. And so it was just a really sad moment for Mm me. And so I was in my boss's office and I mean, I was stoic for days. Mm -hmm. And this boss just kept on poking and prodding and digging is really the word for it. Digging in what's the problem. 
And man, I just, I, one day, one day it got me with just the right question, question, right? And it just cracked the dam. (laughs) It just flowed out, which was a moment that I think it was good that all the information came out, not that the tears came out, but the information came out because then we could unpack it and deal with it. Yeah. Your boss and you could really get to the root of the issue. Yes. And so I wish the tears wouldn't have come out, but I'm so glad we had the conversation because I'm still here. So I'm curious and it's okay if you don't want to answer this question, Mm -hmm. but when you say, I wish the tears wouldn't have come, why not? What is that that because you even said earlier, you know, when you when you talked about crying, you were like, oh, I'm, I'm a little I don't want to admit this. Yeah. What is it about that that you don't like or you're I don't know. I don't want to speak for you. Right. You're embarrassed about or there's something there. What is it? Yeah. For me, it's just about my brand. Right. The uh. brand that I have at work, mentally tough. I can handle anything. I've got this. And at that moment, I didn't feel like I had it. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was tough. I didn't. I just felt out of control a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. And. I just don't like that feeling and I don't like others seeing that in me. I like them. See, that's the get her done girl over there. Mm -hmm. Go to her. Yeah. I remember I was in my boss's office and we were talking about, you know, whatever, some sort of project or something, but I had some personal things going on in my life. And I remember, you know, she could read me. She could see it all over my face. There was something clearly that I was given off, right. That I wasn't completely focused in on the work and, I just remember her looking at me going, is everything okay? And I don't know, for some reason or another, I chose not to say, yeah, everything's fine. I chose to say, actually, no, not everything is okay. And it was a period of some health issues for my son. And it was very hard to process that in that moment. And so I personally wish I would have just said, everything's good, let's move on. (laughs) But I didn't, you know, and I think, You know, I have a great relationship with her and I appreciate her perspective, her support, kind of all of those things. And so, yeah, I went for it. And I I just remember crying like I mean, like the whole, (laughs) you know, I mean, it was was more than what I was expecting. And I just were like, whoa, where did that come from? That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. It was almost like a little out of body experience. Like, what am I doing right now? (laughs) Shake this off. And so. You know, I, I think some of us have those moments, yes. right? We we absolutely have those moments. And sometimes it's related to work. Sometimes it's related to our personal things that are going on in our yeah. life. Because, you know, crying, it's a natural emotion, right? Mm-hmm. God gave us the ability to do that. Yep. And there's things that spark that emotion. However, I'm still going to go back to it really should not come out at work. So you mentioned this piece of you can overlook it, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. out of the gate, we'd both say, no, you know, let's try to limit any sort of weepiness at work. Mm-hmm. When can you overlook it? What falls into that box for you? Yeah. So if someone's in my office and they're emotional like that, crying, I, I go back to your situation, right? There is some kind of pain or hurt or whatever that's coming from something big in their life, mm-hmm. something big, personal, family, sickness, loss, things like that, I can overlook that. Yeah. When they're just totally stressed to the max, there's something in their world that is causing them a major amount of stress and something comes out like that, I can probably overlook that too. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm again, I'm hundred percent with you. I mean, there's been many times in in leading others and, and, you know, kind of my career here where, you know, I've had 
people who work for me that one of their parents passed away or their children Mm -hmm. is very ill and, you know, in the hospital for a number of days and the stress of that or the worry of that Mm -hmm. or the care, right? Mm -hmm. Or themselves, you know. Or themselves. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Right. Themselves, they are going through something. And usually I'm not going to lie. I think I'm probably going to cry right with them. Yeah. I I mean, (laughs) you know, if I see someone else feeling that level of pain, I, yeah, I will often, it just happens. I, I'm somewhat of an emotional person. Yeah. I can overlook that. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, so there was something that happened last week with me and there was someone else because I can, it's when it's, when it's like happy tears or when it's sad tears or something like that, that mm-hmm. it's emotional and it's personal mm-hmm. when they well up, you know, I feel that little tingle at the end of my nose and I'm like, Oh no, no, no. Uh, 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 uh. So I try to keep it under wraps, but sometimes you just feel the emotion with it. It's them. almost like puking. When you see somebody else puke, you're like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's just that natural. Yes, yes. I'm right there with you. I, that happens quite often for me and I have to manage that personally. Yes. So what can you not overlook? Right. So we can overlook oh, this yeah. whole high stress, health issues, personal issues, because we're we are at work so much. We build these strong relationships and we care for people. At the end of the day, we care for people. But what is it that you struggle with overlooking as a leader when somebody's crying? Mm-hmm. It's just really when someone is crying because of some tough feedback, mm. right? So there's a tough conversation. So it's about the work, right? The so performance. The performance, right? Yeah. And so when they're crying because of some tough feedback or if somebody's disagreeing with them, right? They're not getting their way, things like that. I've seen that. I've actually seen that in a leader mm-hmm. that was crying in a meeting with several people because they were not getting their way and people were disagreeing with them. And I'm like, whoa. That's not okay. Yeah, they were pitching something or they were suggesting something and there was a little bit of pushback. And all of a sudden, the person who was getting the pushback, you see them wear down. Yeah. Well, and I feel like they were using the tears. It was kind of like this emotional intelligence conversation. Mm -hmm. They were using the tears to get what they wanted. So everybody would back down and I was like, whoa. So there's a little bit of manipulation going on or, you know, I don't want to say that that was intentional. I wasn't there, but there is utilizing emotion to get your way. That's right. Yeah. What would you add to that conversation or that list? I don't know that I would add anything, honestly. I mean, when I, I I've been in every single one of those circumstances, you deliver tough feedback and the person on the other side begins to well up. They begin to cry you know, they're put on their heels. I'm put on my heels. And I, you know, it, I'm sometimes I am taken aback by that, right? Because we all are here to do a job. We're here to perform. We're here to perform well. And sometimes we just aren't doing our best for whatever reason. And the job of the boss, the leader, the manager, whoever it is, they have to deliver that tough feedback. And to maintain a level of professionalism, I think you have got to take that feedback and move on. And there should be little to no emotion, right? Some understanding is, I think, appropriate. Tell me a little bit more. Let's dig into this. Help me to improve what exactly isn't working on the feedback piece. But to take it to this next level of crying or having tears when you're faced with that feedback, it really derails the conversation. Sure. Sure. It's no longer about the performance, but now it's about I've hurt this person's feelings or I've 
made them feel sad. And, you know, when I think about delivering feedback, it's we're here to do a job Mm -hmm. and we're here to do a job to the best of our ability. Right. Well, and I think there's there is another leader friend that I've had and they have even shared with me that they've had someone in their office and all they were doing was asking some questions, Mm. right? Some some tough questions. They weren't even delivering feedback. They were just asking questions to understand. Mm. And there was some crying going on from the one that was in their office because they were being questioned. And I was like, what? Whoa. Well, and that's that whole second one that you mentioned. And you were right on the money. It's this disagreement piece. It's this piece of being questioned and and I've been in that situation. I, I remember being in a meeting where, uh, you know, a high level leader is getting questioned and asking questions and why is this and how did we make this decision and who did this and why did we do it like this and what can you answer this? And at a certain point, it was too much. And, you know, there's a lot of people in this room yes. and they start to cry. And that is, again, there is some level of, whoa. These are just questions. Right. And you see that immediately happen in the room, right? The the people or person who is asking the questions immediately pulls back and is like, what? Uh, I don't know what I just asked, but I've asked something, you know, and they may not say that, but the meeting, the purpose of the meeting is no longer the point, right? And you have distracted this whole conversation now to this emotion. Yes, and, and I think, yeah, to be questioned and to, that's a tough one for me. I, I think we should be, a, this one, this is, you can hear me even kind of <laughs> like Ugh. stammering on my yeah. own words, but we should be able to ask questions and have some dialogue without having this level of emotion. Now we can also talk about the other side and maybe we'll pick up an episode on anger. Okay. Right? Yeah, sure. So that's the kind of other side of the continuum, you know, or same side is just expressed a little bit differently. Yeah. But Yeah, I think to not be able to take on a number of questions and respond in that way is, uh, mm, no, I don't think that's a good idea. (laughs) All right. So what do you do? So let's just say you have been in that situation and you've made someone cry. Oh, I didn't make anybody cry. I'm I'm a firm believer of this. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Or you've done something that's caused them to cry. (laughs) Yeah, the the words matter so much to me. Uh, You're like, wait a minute, that wasn't my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, I can see your perspective here. I might have said something that has caused someone to have some sort of an emotional reaction or response to my questioning. What have I done? In those circumstances, it really does depend. It depends on... Is this a tough feedback circumstance? Is this a, you know, I'm holding you accountable to some decision making. So there's a little bit of that. But generally, generally, I'm going to approach the situation with a, hey, it looks like it looks like I've said something and I don't know what exactly I've said, but perhaps we need to take a very short break. One thing I will do that probably sounds a little weird, but I won't look at the person. I will like kind of look away. I'll look off in the distance. I want them to compose themselves without feeling as though I'm observing them. Just staring at exactly what is happening. That's exactly right. (laughs) So I just try to look away, give them a minute. That's interesting. And I just, you know, I say, take your time. You know what? It looks like I need a little bit of water. I'm going to go get my water (laughs) refilled. I'll be right back. And sometimes they'll say, no, 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 don't go. And I'm like, no, it's, it's really okay. I'll be right back. I'm going to get some water and then I think we need to talk. So you take the break for them Mm -hmm. to give them the break. Yeah. 
and I will find the box of tissues. Mm -hmm. You can see me even gesturing here in the studio. I'm like, get the <laughs> tissue. And, and I'll just say, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be right back. And it also depends on who it is, right? I, I remember one circumstance where sometimes it's tough. It's tough to see people have that emotion. And I just remember the person that it was, it was very unexpected, very unexpected for me. And I just remember saying to them, this is a very stressful discussion. I understand. And it's completely okay if you're having this emotion. I want you to know I am not judging you. Mm -hmm. I'm not in your shoes. I don't know how this would feel. So if you're having this emotion, go through the process. I'll come back. And I just, we have to work through this. Yes. We have to keep going. And if you don't want to do that today, that's okay. But it might have to be as early as tomorrow. Yeah. And I think that's the key lesson for the leader is you've got to keep the conversation going. And so whether it be five minutes or whether it be an hour from now, you've got to come back and finish and unpack that conversation. Absolutely. What about you? Is there anything you do? Is there your go-to when you're faced with some tears from, you know, a team member or somebody else? What do you do? I would second exactly what you've said. You know, is it about the work or is it about something more that's like family related, mm -hmm. things like that, pain like that? And so the whole give them a minute, I absolutely offer that up to give them a minute. But I've really never thought about do I walk away? Do I walk away to give them a time to make sure that they have some time to compose themselves? I thought, I think that's good. So I really don't have anything else I would do yeah. that I can think about. Okay, fair enough. So we've talked a little bit about whether or not it's okay, how we overlook it, and then how do we support someone or approach someone who in the moment is having some level of emotion. I want to dig into this question and we've briefly touched on it as we've talked here, but I want to dig into this question of why is it not okay to cry over work? Because we, you know, what I've heard in our discussion here is there's this whole personal aspect of it and, you know, the stress of family, right? A health issue, whatever it might be going on in their personal life. But then there's this work component. Sure. There's this feedback, performance, you know, questioning, whatever it might be. And that to me is the two buckets that we've been talking about are the two categories. So one, clearly we're like, absolutely, you know, you're here so much time, you're going to cry over your family. We get it. And we're probably going to cry with you, or at least I am. Maybe you won't. Yeah. Heartless over there. Heartless. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Well, yeah. It's the whole roller coaster. I try not to go up yeah. and down. I try to just stay on the straight Man, and narrow path. I'm on the roller coaster. I'm all... <laughs> All right. So tell me a little bit about why it's not OK to cry about work. Well, I can just say what it is for me. And I, I think I might have said it earlier, but it is about my brand. It's about how I want people to see me and how I interact is just it's just a level of professionalism. I don't know. I don't know what, how else to say that, but it's really that I want them to see me as a person that has my stuff together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and so crying, ultimately, there's this question of crying to you, right? Mm -hmm. Which maybe not to everybody, yep. but to you means you don't have your stuff together or maybe weakness that you are feeling some level of Lack of strength, lack of mental toughness. We talked yeah. about mental toughness a couple episodes ago. Yeah, it's lack of control, right? Okay. So I'm not able to control the emotion, right? Okay. And I think that for me is just not something I want as part of my brand. Yeah. And so it all goes back to what do you value? 
right? How do you want to be viewed? How do you want to present your leadership? Which I think for people who are listening, that's a good question. It's how do I want to present my leadership or how I view leadership? Because people are observing all the time. Absolutely. And so leaders, have I seen leaders who are weepy and who cry and who, you know, you mentioned earlier, a person who used it as a way to get their way? Certainly. And that might be their brand, right? They might value that. But as we talk about this conversation, I think you and I are aligned. We do not value demonstrating this emotion as a leader. We yeah. don't think that there's value in that. Yeah, for I was, us. Exactly. As a leader, even just as someone that's in an informal leader or just in a, a role anywhere in an organization, I feel like the same things apply. And there is also this piece of, and I don't know if you've said it here in this episode, but there's also this piece of repeatable behavior. Yes. Are you doing it all the time, right? Is it happening? And I don't even know what the timing is, right? Is it monthly? Is it quarterly? Is it yearly? <laughs> I have no idea. But are is that a tool? Have you now turned crying into some sort of a tool? And is that part of your leadership? Yeah, I think both you and I would say, or at least I know I would, I would say, uh-uh, that is not a tool that I would use. And I I am 100%, I don't know that I see it as a control, like I'm out of control for me. I see it more of a, I don't have my stuff together. But And I hear the words, I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, I am not... I'm not able to handle it all, mm-hmm. right? And and for, I mean, absolutely for me, it's a sign of weakness, right? <laughs> and and I agree that, you know, crying is appropriate and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think we can go into all of that, that I'm okay with crying, but not at work, not about work right. specifically. For me, crying over feedback, around performance, around that is just... Mm-mm. I've never done that. And I hope that I never will. <laughs> yeah. It's not my plan. Yeah. Well, and so that brings me to another question. So let's just say you have cried. Mm-hmm. You have cried and you're wanting to recover from that. What are some things that you can be mindful of to make sure that your recovery is good? Yeah, that's funny. It does make me think if you feel it coming on, <laughs> we've talked a little <laughs> bit about this, right? If you feel it coming on, I mean, there needs to be some sort of... I got the runs and I got to go. I got to go. (laughs) (laughs) Something's going on. There's like, I just got something in my eye. These allergies are killing me. I mean, killing me. (laughs) There needs to be something. Otherwise, you become known as the crier. Yes. Right? I mean, and and listen, some of us listening may be okay with being known as the crier. Mm. For me, I'm not okay to be known as the crier. Yeah. But yeah, you need to begin to recover. You need to identify what is it that is causing this level of emotion. Quickly get over it and come back strong. (laughs) Absolutely. Quickly. Because then if you're the, well, I cried yesterday and I'm still sad today and I'm still upset Mm. next week. That's, that's, woof. You got to recover quickly. And again, I think for me, it just goes back to this piece of what are people focusing on the minute somebody goes with that high, high, low, low, your, your comment about mm-hmm. going on the roller coaster, mm-hmm. right? We're no longer focused on the work. That's right. We're now focused on the, how are they feeling? Are they okay? Are they upset? You know, and, and that might be a tough position, but I think we're here to make widgets. 
And we're not here to think about the person who's continuously crying. Again, it goes back to repeatable behavior. Yeah, because when you're showing that emotion, then the whole team sees it. Mm-hmm. They feel it, right? Mm-hmm. And so now everybody's eyes are over on you and kind of walking around on eggshells and things like that versus let's everybody get our work done today. Yeah, let's get our work done. And we're talking about it really in two, two, uh, two veins in my mind. One is the leader who may be crying. And then there's also the team members. That's right. And I think it applies for both. Yeah. And I think for the leader, probably much more, right? The leader should absolutely be clear about what brand, what reputation, what, how do they want to be viewed? And too much crying in my mind, potentially people will lose respect. Right. I agree. I can't, I can't say it any, any better than that. I think people lose respect and they just start to question, can you handle it? Can you do this job? Are you cut out for this job? I don't know about you, but I'm really curious how this episode is going to land. What do you think? (laughs) Well, I think with anything, there's going to be people that agree with you and people that don't. And you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. If you don't agree with me, that's part of being a leader. You're not going to always have the popular opinion. Well, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> somebody's cutting onions around here i don't know how i'm feeling or there's some pollen in the air hey listen what do you do the rest of the day well i have a lot of confirming to do confirming i have a party coming up oh and i just need to make sure that everybody is on target with what the plan is yeah. for execution so there's music there's flowers there's food You're there's a big party uh, we are going out we got the mariachis coming oh that's so, gonna be yeah, fun i'm super excited about that so yeah i just need to make sure that everything is lined up and ready to roll out in about a month fantastic yeah, that what are you sounds doing? like a lot of fun well you know what apparently we're both in party planning mode because i'm also getting ready i'm not quite there yet but my daughter's birthday is coming up. And so it is time to start thinking about what are we going to do? Where are we going? And just getting ready to celebrate. So, nice. Because you go all out on I your like, birthday parties oh. last year with those paint cans and all that. I mean, come on. I'm ready, man. <laughs> I like to celebrate. I like to decorate. I like to do it all. Now, I don't have music at mine like you are, but uh, I do like to throw a good party. So Listen, I'm looking forward to it. There was a party you threw. It was probably eight, nine years ago. And it was what? the first party that I knew about that you were planning for your kids. And you were sewing curtains for yeah, this party. I did. Curtains. I yes. was like, you're changing the <laughs> curtains for the birthday? That yes. was incredible. Some of my friends say that I have a disease. I have a mental disease. <laughs> An OTT disease. <laughs> OTT disease. I love every minute of it. I don't do that as much, but I did. I did a lot of sewing when they were younger. Mm-hmm. I would sew bunting. And yes, I actually did sew curtains. And I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but I do. I like to go all out and it's just so much fun. So. There's only a few more years, you know, in my mind, it's like when you're a kid, you only really celebrate till what you're 25. And even at after like 18, do they even want to hang out with their parents anymore? I don't know. They're like, just give me the check and let me go. Yeah, exactly. And (laughs) And the car. No, let me throw you a little Nemo party. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Those of you who are listening to this episode, we hope you've enjoyed this discussion of crying And we are so curious. What do you think? Are we too tough on this conversation? Are we too narrow-minded, perhaps? (laughs) That's what my husband says. We're hardcore sometimes. I mean, I'll take it. If if you think we're narrow-minded, send us an email. We'll, We'll be interested to hear what your thoughts are and how this episode landed for you. 
All right, then don't forget to share this out with your leadership friends. Don't forget to check in with us on social media, comment, let us know, ask questions. We're here for you guys. And then don't forget to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. That'll put us in your feed every week. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. 